sponsored by Carnation, airing live on the United Public Radio Network on 105.3 FM in New Orleans. This show's entrance has been edited, produced, and directed by Gwen Clapper from Perfect Trust Productions, LLC. You can find us at PerfectTrustProductions.com. everyone and welcome to Monday night segment of Horselight Chronicles Radio with myself, Julia Syracusa and Phil Syracusa. We're broadcasting live from the International Public Radio and the United Paranormal Radio Network on 105.3 FM from New Orleans. This evening's show is fully sponsored by Carnation, so we want to thank them for their sponsorship. You'll have to do a few things in order to participate. Go over to our YouTube channel, UFO Paranormal Radio, or International Public Radio. You can also go into all of the Facebook stations, UFO Paranormal Radio Network, UFO Undercover with Joe Montaldo, News on the Flip Side, Twitch, SoundCloud, and Podbeam, and also go into our Facebook page, Force Light Chronicles Radio, and get in there if you're not in there already. So, guys, today we have another amazing guest so please welcome to the show jen jacobs jen has been professionally investigating for over 10 years not only is jen an investigator but a researcher and she's also hosts multiple ghost hunts per year you can follow her events on facebook at eclipse paranormal at www.eclipseparanormal.com and www.womensparanormal.com. So please let's welcome her to the show. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Yay. Can you hear us? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. It's, it's a little If choppy, I need to switch to my phone, you know. Okay. Okay. I can always switch okay. to my phone. Okay. I think we're good. So, Jen, take us okay. to the beginning of, of, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. So, take us to the beginning of your story. Um, how did you become so involved in the paranormal? And did you have any childhood experiences that drove you into the paranormal? I like to say Scooby-Doo did it, but <laughs> I have had... Experience. I had experiences since I was four. The first thing I remember is we kind of lived in the country and I went in my mom's bedroom, looked out the window and there was this little, the only way I can remember or describe it is that it looked like a tree. And I think it was an elemental spirit looking in at me. It looked like a tree and it just looked at me and just, and in my grandparents' house that I would always go to, there, there was something upstairs and my aunt 
she used to sleep upstairs and she's like, yeah, there's something up there. So I've had experiences on and off throughout my life. Um, my grandma on my, my paternal, yes, my paternal grandmother, she talked to spirits. Um, a lot of her kids see and hear things. They talk to spirits. My cousins do. And my mom's sister does as well. And my mom sees things, but she says she doesn't believe it. But yet mm -hmm. she tells me and says, what was this? Oh, yeah. I can and, relate to that. And it's just kind of developed. And she's like, why don't you join a ghost hunting team? There's one in South Bend. And I actually ended up moving back to Fort Wayne, Indiana. And I joined one there. And I eventually decided I wanted to start my own team, did that and broke off and have been doing it on my own for, oh, I don't know, 10 years. And I joined a team 11, 12 years ago. What do you like to use? What type of equipment? I like to use my pendulum and the k2 meter and the spirit box and a lot of it is feeling too since i'm an empath yeah and we've had some weird stuff come across and i've and it's confirmed things that i've felt or heard or seen people ask um, me how i see spirits and the only way i can explain it Hi, Wendy. I see hygiene on there. <laughs> and the only way I can explain it is it looks like an outline of a person. Mm -hmm. I know everybody's different. And I was sitting in class when I went to college. And Fort Wayne used to have the state mental health asylum there. And they turned that property into Ivy Tech. So they have classes there. And I was sitting in one of the classrooms, looked up, and there was a little girl standing by the door. Okay. And that's the mo that's when I really figured out what I was seeing and how I saw it. And it just looks like an outline of someone. Wow, that's amazing. So you have a gift to see the other side, like your third eye? Yeah, I'd like to open it up more, but at the same time, I'm not sure I want to. Mm -hmm. Because Yeah, it, it could be really overwhelming. Tell us yeah. about the elemental in the beginning of your story. You said the tree, and then you said elemental. What's an elemental? From what I understand, an elemental is more of a... I've not really researched a whole lot on that. The way I understand it is more earth-like and mm -hmm. connected to the earth. And yeah. it looked like a little tree with like limbs and leaves. Maybe that's the only way at four years old I could figure out what I was looking at. But that's, that's how I remember it. Yeah, I do hear a lot about elementals. It's very interesting. They say it's part of nature. Mm -hmm. um, it's very right. It's so interesting, elementals. It's something that I don't think we're ever really going to fully understand because it's so 
it's it's so much. It's really, you know, it, it's really hard for us to like really grasp that. Yeah. So you believe in ghosts or you believe it's a true existence of us that connects over to the other side? So which means that when we cross over, it's us that you're investigating. Or do you believe it's residual of something that was back 100, 200 years ago? I believe in both. And who's to say that we're not existing on their plane? That they oh. can look at us and be like, why are they here? Yeah, because my house here actually has two spirits in it. And I really think I opened a portal in my kitchen accidentally. <laughs> and we have a woman. The kids are when we first moved in, we've lived here since 2017. And my oldest son and my daughter were the first ones to see her or hear her. It's a Victorian woman. And she has, I saw her with her hair up and a really high neck lace dress on. And my daughter's seen her as well and my oldest son. And my daughter swears that she sits on the landing. We have like a big landing upstairs that you can, that I have like a bookcase and we put a chair up there like a little reading nook. And she swears the woman sits out there and watches over her. And every morning when she we first moved in here, she started sleeping upstairs. She wow. said her door would pop open right before her alarm went off for school. Wow. So she, and she keeps an eye on the house. And we have a little boy here, too. I let my youngest... This has been three, four years ago. I let my youngest, we had dinner at the table. He said, I'm done. Can I go play? I said, yeah, go ahead. And he went in the living room and I looked and you can kind of see my living room door right there, but the couch is against the wall. And I looked around the couch and I saw brown hair and I said, Xander, where are you at? And he was clear on the other side of there and the little boy I saw him in the living room. Wow. So so you have company. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we do. And sometimes I have more than I want. <laughs> yeah. Has anything ever followed you home on uh from an investigation? No. No. It's it's not necessarily followed me home. But they've came to check on me. Yeah. Okay. Have you have you ever heard of Thornhaven Manor in Indiana? Mm. No. 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 It's um, down by Indianapolis. It's in Newcastle. Uh, the owner is very ill. So he closed it down. He hasn't had it open in several years. And the first time I investigated there was world's largest ghost hunt with another team that we're friends with. And my friend Barb says, somebody keeps following you around. She goes, every time you move, there's a shadow that moves. And I felt like somebody, you know how a little kid would be right behind you and you turn around and run into them. That happened. 
And then we had the spirit bus going. And I said, why are you following me? And it says to protect you. I said, who are you protecting me from? And it wouldn't tell me. And then this is my cuddle butt story that we call it. We slept there overnight and I was on an air mattress and had one of those really woolly thick stadium blankets on. Mm -hmm. I was covered up, had my coat on, jeans. My butt would get cold. I'd scoot over. I'd get warm. My butt would get cold again. My friend Barb says, oh, somebody was snuggling with you. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. So... <laughs> Yeah, that's my cuddle butt story. She giggles still to this day. That's but funny. I mean, it, it is creepy, but funny. <laughs> so I came home that Sunday and I went to bed and there was a guy standing outside my bedroom, just kind of peeking in to see if I was okay. It happened again on Monday and I haven't seen that person since. So they said they were going to, they're watching out for me. So I guess they really were. And then I have a connection with Ohio State Reformatory Prison. That is my absolute favorite place to investigate. And my friend, she wants to ghost hunt, but she doesn't. So I was trying to find her something to watch to give her an idea of what we do. So I was cleaning my kitchen and listening to the show and I was sweeping. I have like a galley kitchen and then it opens up to this big room where the table is and the freezer and everything. And I come around the corner, I'm sweeping mine in my own business and listening to the show. And I look up and I think at the same time, and I start to take the broom and hit someone. And at the end of my table where I think I opened the portal, is this huge shadow person and I go to hit and I think how in the heck did he get in my house mm -hmm. and it disappears and my now seven-year-old comes in here and he's like mom what are you doing I said nothing why he goes who's that man standing by the back door and the back door goes out to the laundry room in the back deck. I said, oh, I said, he's just checking on us. So, and that's happened right after my, after Barb's husband passed away. I saw him in our kitchen too. And it's every time I see someone, they're right there in that same spot at the end of the table. Oh, do you see them with the physical eye? The shadow figure was really dark and tall. It was over six foot. And then when her husband came, I just went, it was the same corner. I just went around the corner. I was fixing dinner. I came around the corner. And you remember the 80s, how they kind of had the shaggy bowl cut that was longer? Yes. That's how Dave wore his hair. And I saw this shaggy hair and somebody um, shaking their head. And it was blonde hair. And that's how I knew who it was. Wow. So. 
It doesn't seem like it scares you. Mm-mm. Not really. It kind of, I didn't know what to think when the figure was there because it was just so solid. I thought, how did it, some guy get in my house that fast and me not hear him? And then I laughed at myself because I figured out who it was and why they were here. And there's a few times I've been scared. Yeah. And you really have to watch yourself. Yeah. That was going to be my next question. Like, is there like a location that you were really, really kind of like scared? I mean, you know, we all get scared. Um, You know, we're paranormal investigators, but you know, it still can be scary. Has there anything, has there ever been something that's really, really scared you? The time I went to OSR, I felt like something was attacking me, trying to get inside of me. Okay. And I had a panic attack, but I went right And I wouldn't let them scare me out of there. And I stood my ground and I haven't had any issues there since. Okay. And then where was it? Post Town Elementary School. It's down and let me see. It's down by Cincinnati. We were investigating in there and we had this really, really wicked laugh come over the spirit box. That kind of freaked all of us out. That was there. And, and Becky, my, one of the ladies I investigate with, she's like, I, I told her, I said, it's real. And she's like, no. I, I turned around, I looked at her and the other lady that was with us. I said, I didn't think there was anything to be scared of here, but you guys sure are walking fast. <laughs> so <laughs> whatever that was, it kind of freaked us out too. Oh my god. I think you like could feel LEDs the energy. as well. Yeah, Eloise. I've heard that. Where was that? You're breaking in and out. It's, kind of, it's a little hard to hear. Yeah, you're breaking in and out. But Eloise, where was that? It's up by Detroit. Okay. Yep. I've heard about that. Yeah. We, you guys need to go there, too. You. They tell you in certain rooms you do get scratched. And mm-hmm. Becky and I were scratched in that exact room. Wow. That We've is had amazing. someone on our show that talked about that location. Yeah. The same thing that you just said. You know, you really yeah. have to think about this for a second and comprehend what you're saying. You're saying, which is true because we know firsthand, you get scratched. Mm-hmm. Now, let's think about that. It's easy to throw out words and ghosts and spirits and, and all that other stuff. But for something to physically scratch you, which is true because we've dealt with that. You have to think of how much energy that's created from the other side to actually do something like that. Yeah. It's mind blowing. I've had atheist people come to our home. You know, we live in a haunted haunted house and they were scratched right in front of us. And you see the mark coming down as it's happening. 
And you say to yourself, how is this possible? And if that's possible. And they say to themselves, how, how is that possible? Then anything is possible from spirit to physical. I agree. I know they can move things. You can hear them walk. Like I said, who's to say we're not visiting in their world? Or like like the movie The Others? <laughs> yeah. How, yep. Yeah, maybe. It's true. Right? That that movie always rings <clears throat> a bell for us. Like, you know, we always think about that movie. Like, what if there's a lot of true symbols to that movie, yeah. even though it's not, you know, it's not, but it is in sort of a sense that what she's saying is, how do you know we're not into their world as well? Yes. Right? Yep. And there's a lot of people that believe that we're just not here in the physical realm. We we exist in other forms. Um, multidimensional, for example. We just don't even know it. Right. Um, I yeah. think it's mind-blowing. It's fascinating. You know, we simplify it as ghosts. But, you know, I bet you there's a bigger explanation of what we're dealing with. You know, I've watched a lot of the um, documentaries on the pyramids, and they still today can't figure out how the pyramids were done. Perfectly shaped and cut, and we can't redo it. We can't create it. Um, yep. And the, the myth of thousands of slaves was debunked because it would take so many years to even move one stone. 500 miles, for example, they had to move those stones. So if they had technology back then that we sure we don't have it now, mm-hmm. is part of that technology um, another form of us that we just don't even know we are? What was that old show back, what, in the 80s, 90s, where they would slide to different dimensions? It had um, the one kid from Stand By Me was in it. Oh. Jerry, do you oh, know what I'm talking about? Yeah, all I yes. can think of is Quantum Leap, and that wasn't it. No, I know what you're talking about. I just can't think of the name. Was it oh, Sliders? Man, I hate when that happens. I do too. <laughs> was it? Was it? Was it called Sliders? Is that what it was? Maybe. I, it could have been. I don't know. I don't remember the name, but I remember the show because I remember him. And there was a heavy guy with a beard. And there was a girl. Yeah. And it makes me... And anymore, I look at movies and TV shows. I'm like, now, do they know something we don't know? Mm-hmm. Very good. Because how do they... Like, aliens. How did they come up with the ship that design of that ship it's a good point and yeah people who make these movies what do they know do they know something that we don't know that is a really good point jen and like the well i research um cryptids too and the dogmen i've seen are very similar to some of those in the movies like oh van helsing yeah so how did they know these things exist in the movies to make like the dogmen, some of the dogmen? 
crazy. So maybe I mean, we do slide to different dimensions. Maybe they know things we don't know. Yeah. It, it is definitely amazing. Then they say, well, there were giants mm -hmm. that back then. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I guess if that's the case, right, then that would explain a lot of stuff, right? Giants, you're talking about 50-foot giants. They, they, they say they still exist over in the deserts overseas. Like, what is it? Uh, not Egypt, but around that area. Afghanistan, yeah. Iran, over through there. They say they still exist. Well, there's a lot of evidence for all these things. A lot of validation. Well, I've seen bones. I mean, you know, we don't know what's make-believe or not, but they do claim to be, them to be real. You mean exist that they, they're giants right now? Yep. Yeah, but wouldn't our satellites pick it up? I have, but would they share it? Ah, yeah, would they share it? <laughs> Yeah. Look how they reacted to, to oh well, we can't tell them aliens exist, so we'll just kind of sneak it in because people will be hysterical. But I think more people are curious, more curious than anything, about what yeah. exists and what doesn't exist. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I definitely agree with that. They do sneak it in. They give you little hints. They know. The government knows. I mean, we could see what's going on in, in Mars with the rover, but we can't see what's going on on planet Earth. Come on. Exactly. Know. Right? And the satellites are all over the location. I mean, you can't get away with anything today because Big Brother, that big that big satellite watches everything that everybody's doing, points. So mm -hmm. You can't, you know, obviously if there's giants, you're going to pick up a giant, but yeah, they're not going to tell us. Exactly. Why, yeah. I don't know. I mean, who knows? Why there's so much hidden they, stuff? They don't want us to know. But that would explain the pyramids. If you think about yeah. it, if, if that's true, then there's a possibility to that. Yeah. Right? And in the hieroglyphs, it's supposed they supposedly have symbols of UFOs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess we all know that they know a lot that they're not telling us. Let's just put it that way. I believe in aliens and UFOs. The giants, I mean, I don't know too much about them, but I know that I'm watching documentaries where they pick up these mm -hmm. bones that are tremendous. Where would they come from? Um, isn't it interesting how the news doesn't, they tell you what they want you to hear, but they don't tell you every mm -hmm. single thing. Yep. yep. You notice that? It's very yeah. sensitive. That's why I stopped watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I just can't anymore. Right? I get that. The latest thing if is I the sheep or the goats going in a circle in, in Japan, I, I think it is. They're all going in a circular motion for days. They just keep uh, walking in a circle, the animals. I don't, I don't yeah, know. yeah, that's, that's oh, recent. Oh, well, yeah. No, you're right about that. I haven't heard about that. Well, the animals are definitely, and we talked about this on another show, too. The animals, outside animals, are acting very bizarre lately. And I don't know if you noticed that, but everything, like the squirrels, the all the outside animals, the birds, they're all acting very strange in the last past year, I would say. And you got to so ask yourself think, why. Well, it could be 5G. 
the network of radiation going through with airwaves. We don't know the extent of what it could even do to us. Um, and they're getting bolder too. They're not. Oh yeah. They're not as scared as they used to be. Like you know, you wake up outside yeah. and you see like birds like just sitting there staring at you. I mean, you know, they don't usually do that. Like come to your like the bird. Well, if the radio waves could affect us, they could affect the animals. It's just it's weird. I don't know. Weird. The outside animals are definitely acting more strange. Birds hitting the windows, or maybe it's just our house. <laughs> I don't know. But they yeah, definitely I are. I haven't really noticed that. Maybe it's just <laughs> Well, we notice it. I At the Horsefly Chronicles home in Eastern Pennsylvania, we I noticed. Swear, <laughs> like, we have the, birds flying into the windows. We have like a squirrels running. You're supposed to run away from you. They don't run away from you. Exactly. They run at you. They run at you. Yes, okay, so that's what I'm trying to say. And the bird, we have like this big, huge window in our bedroom. Like it's really, really mm -hmm. big. And like the birds will like wake us up sometimes. Like you hear that crash. I hear it every oh. day. And yeah. It's like their radar, the senses are off. But, but the I, squirrels too, like they don't care. They don't run I've away But I've heard anymore. that from a lot of people though. Other than put our house aside, I've heard that from other people that the outside animals are acting really a little bit more stranger. But huh. that's crazy. So, do you talk Hell. to the ghosts in your house? Oh, do you no. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> you we, know, people we say, get along. Oh, that's good. But people always say, don't, don't investigate your own house, but. You know, it's kind of hard not to if you're constantly, <laughs> it's constantly in your face. We just kind of tend to live together. I don't bother them. They don't bother me. Yeah. Now, my daughter, she just walked through here. If you saw somebody walk through, her friends come over and they're like, I want to go ghost hunting. I'm like, mm -hmm. let me see your equipment. So I'll pull the equipment out. And the one girl that came over, she was actually getting hits on the K2 when she would ask questions. Wow. And then I went to work or I went somewhere and came back. And she, they started laughing. They're like, I won't say her name. And she came up to me and she's like, I heard my name said in my ear. I said, oh, did you? She goes, yeah. And my daughter says, yeah, but freak granny. She's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I they, they mess with the kids a little bit. Like they mm -hmm. went up to my oldest yeah. in his ear and said, hey, really loud. Yeah. And his friend was here. And didn't want to run into town with us. I live like 10 minutes outside of town. I'm in the middle of Amish country. And his friend stayed here by himself. When I, when we got home, he was sitting on the back deck waiting on us. I said, why are you out here? He goes, the lady that's in the house, she came up and I could hear her yelling and talking in my ear. Oh. I said, yeah. She didn't want him here. And that was right after we moved in, though. Wow. 
So he was a little freaked out. Yeah, that's so weird. I mean, I know that we've had people like working on our house. I remember, and then they would say, like, you know, remember we had people working in the basement. What did they say? Oh, the guy said he's seen a little girl, but he know he didn't know anything about the house. Right. A little girl looking through the window. You know, it's always weird when you have people come over, like friends or family, and then they spot things out. <laughs> sometimes they don't, but sometimes, sometimes they do. They that was an, an occurrence where mm -hmm. the contractor said, there's a little girl. who's the, yeah. He didn't know anything about the house. He was just doing work. And I didn't say anything, but we know there's a little girl around here. Yeah. You know, the, the intelligence on the other side, the spirit realm, is fascinating to me. And um, if there are any spirit plumbers who crossed over and are listening to this broadcast, <laughs> I can use you in my home. Feel free to fix some pipes around here. Again, calling all spirit plumbers <laughs> on the other side. Feel free to come to the that Horsefly funny, Chronicles Bill. house. That was funny. It, well, it's the truth. And that help out funny. around here. I'm not afraid. We can use some fixing around here. So, And carpenters, too. So, I just had to get that out there. Hey, look. If they could scratch you, they could oppress I mean, you, they could possess you, then they could help around the house, too. I mean, that's the way I see it. I call it the way it is. I mean, uh, yeah. I, mean, I need a painter. There's no women. So. <laughs> oh, she needs painters. Oh, there you go. All right. Yep. It's crazy. I mean, I don't know. I think we're all nuts. <laughs> no, but it's true. It's true that it the, true. In, in a sense, you got to think of the spirits, what they can do. They can uh, hide your stuff. They can hide your keys. And, yeah, let's talk about and they things. can make you fight. Yeah, let's talk about that, Jen. Has anything ever been hidden of yours? Keys, wallet, phone? Yeah. It's not very long ago. I knew I left my keys in my purse. I dug purse. Keys were not there. I looked on the counter. I looked where I hang them. I looked in my bedroom. I looked in the living room. I came back and I, my daughter looked in my purse. She goes, Mom, your keys are here. Mm -hmm. No, they're not. I said, You've got my extra set. She's like, No, these are your keys. And she picked them right out of my purse and handed them to me. Uh, I hate and when that happened. They say stuff has been moved. Um, the lady upstairs on the landing, Ariana, says that you can see her impression where she sits in the chair. And she said the little boy used to come in and shake her bed to wake her up and play with. Let's see. Uh, years ago, I'm talking like 20 years ago. One of my old bosses, I'm still friends with him, at Pizza Hut, he lived in a haunted apartment about 15 minutes from the restaurant, and his keys would always go missing. He'd lay them in the same mm -hmm. spot, they'd disappear, he'd look for them, and then they'd reappear. Same spot every day. Now, do you think that these spirits that do these kind of things want to like trigger arguments and fights and chaos when they actually, or or do you maybe think it depends on the spirit? Do they want to play with you and they're bored? Like, you know, why do they do this? <laughs> I think they want your attention, and sometimes I think they do things 
to make you run behind so maybe you're not in a car accident mm, or oh. or to save you from other things i know oh it was when we first moved here so it was 2016. my kids were running behind going to school my daughter was which i should say it was just her and we're running behind about five minutes and we left and traffic was backed up on the one county road just outside of town where i live and there was a horse that had gotten loose and a big ford f-150 uh the one with the four doors like the big ones had hit that horse killed it and i thought if we had been on time and she hadn't been running behind i i was like right there after it happened that would have been us if i'd been oh. like a minute sooner and i was driving a grand prix so that horse would have just rolled right into our windshield See, as to where he that, just solid that, i, I mm. think it could be a loved Come, one coming home from fort wayne the other night we went to where we moved from and we had dinner with some extended family friends and my daughter's godmother's daughters and we were running behind and just you know taking our time coming home and about 20 minutes from home on this hill it was snowy, the roads were drifting, there was whiteout conditions from the snow blowing from the wind so hard. And about 20 minutes from home, the road was blocked off. There had been some kind of accident. And if we had been any sooner, we'd been right there. Mm -hmm. And the strange thing was, it was down from my grandparents' house. And there was always accidents on the curve they lived on and the hill where this accident was. And I told them, I was like, okay. I said, this is really weird. If we'd been a little bit sooner, we would have been right behind that or involved. I said, and the weird thing is, it's just down the road from Nan and Papa's house. Wow. Of the haunted house of my grandparents I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Hmm. That's why so I, kind of, so I think things happen for a reason. Yeah. I've learned to follow my gut instincts too. You have to. Is it, is it destiny? Is it the spirit protecting? A loved one. You know, there's a big controversy on that. You know, September 11th is a perfect example. There's stories of people saying they ran late because... The alarm didn't go off on the clock. Yeah. They got another phone call they had to take before they were trying to catch the bus or the and subway. Like, mm -hmm. um, and then you have to say to yourself, is it destiny or is it spirit guided? And then if you say, well, if it's spirit guided, then people would say, well, why wasn't everyone spirit guided? There's that big question mark. Um, yeah. It's just some things that we don't have answers to. Yeah. You know, and I do see what you're saying, Jen. Um, because I do hear about these stories, um, you know, I'm a minute behind and I didn't get into that major car accident. I'm a minute behind and 
I wasn't part of a mass shooting that was about to take place at a location. Mm -hmm. I decided not to go to that store and then everything unfolded. It's so interesting. And you have to say to yourself, are you guided by a guardian angel or is it destiny because it wasn't your time to be at that place in time? Yeah. I don't know about death. I think the universe wasn't, and it's not your time yet. I think they're, it's not really the universe, but I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. It just wasn't your time. And I actually heard about, what was that on? I can't remember what it was on. It was over the that shooting in Las Vegas here what a couple years ago yeah that was that a couple concert. years ago yeah mm, yeah i heard on um i don't know what it was on but i heard it over the weekend that this girl something told her not to something told her to leave that concert she left and right there where her and her friends were at is where the shooting happened, where they started shooting was the first shot. And it was, I think she had, oh, I know what it was. I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about something about um, spiritual dragons that you can use in magic. And her dragon at that she had at home, her spiritual dragon told her to leave. That's what it was. It was on another podcast. That's why I was listening to. And it, she heard it and it said, leave now. And that happened. Wow. That's what it was. Oh, it took the chills. I mean, ugh, things like that happen all the time. We get these, these thoughts and you know, right. So crazy. Have you ever caught a Claire EVP? Oh, yeah. I've had quite a few. Give us an example of one. Uh, we're, there's a place that's really close to me. It's about 30 minutes. It's an old jail. And I said, what was I saying? I asked a question. And clearest day, it says no. I And then I had, where was the other ones? I've had some from West Virginia. And you can hear a man down in solitary say, help me, as we're leaving. And it says, help me. And I've had some from OSR. I'm trying to think where else. I can't remember where else. Well, I've had a few. You know, we're coming towards the end of the show. Um, can you tell us about the, the Women's Power Retreat? I know that's yeah. a big thing for you guys. And The Women's Power Retreat will be in June, uh, June 24th and 25th in Moundville. I am actually getting ready to book the, what is it called? Their um, 
conference center there at the prison. We're going to hold the speakers and vendors there on Saturday. Sunday, we're going to have Psychic Sunday. This is all female speakers, vendors, and wow. psychic mediums. All females. You know, a lot of shows have female sidekicks. But there's not a whole lot of shows that are female headliners. It's mostly mm -hmm. guys. Yep. So I agree with that. <laughs> I would agree. So, you know, ladies are out there doing this as well. So yeah. I wanted to start an event that features women of the paranormal. So that's what that weekend is about. I've already got some ladies lined up. We have Anne and Renata coming in from Australia. They are the, I can't remember all of it. Hold on. Where's my. Or shows they do can you hear me yeah i was yeah. trying to remember it's frightfully good the seance parlor and they're coming in all the way from australia to speak at the event and attend it and okay. they're going to do their tarot readings on sunday wow then we have kelly miller she's a psychic medium as well i'm still taking applications we have some vendors already set up of female-owned businesses um, Saturday, we're going to investigate the prison itself, Saturday night. Friday and Sunday, we're going to investigate archives of the afterlife, paranormal museum, and then a new location in Bel Air, Ohio, the Ross House. And you will actually have the opportunity to spend the night there. You can, instead of staying at a hotel, you can stay there. The Ross House. That sounds familiar. Yep. Wow. That really sounds like a lot of fun. And I'm glad you thank you for doing that. I mean, that's amazing. Oh, yeah. That's a really great idea. Thank you. And I actually have a men's event. Yeah. In September. The Men of the Paranormal that. Convention. We're going to hold that at Randolph County Asylum is the investigation location. And then right across the street is the 4-H grounds. So we're going to have vendors. And I think I'm waiting to make sure we can have the speakers during the day at the at Randolph County, at the asylum itself. So since it's right across the street. We have speakers there, vendors across at the 4-H grounds. Wow, that sounds really fun. Thank you so much. You know, Jen, this has been an amazing show. We want to thank you so much for coming on. Um, you're full of knowledge. Uh, you have yeah, great Yeah, keep stories. up the great work. Now I'm thinking about thank these you. giants. <laughs> I'll be getting off this radio show tonight. Dreaming about giants. Not dreaming. I'll be thinking about them. I mean, where have they come well, to the front door? Let me leave you with this thought on giants. 
my friend that lives about 30 minutes west of me, she, she said she drive into La Porte and swear she saw one in the trees. Oh, great. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, She's hopefully like, they I, stay away from Easton, PA, in the Jer New Jersey area, right? Look yeah. at him. I'll be thinking about Giants <laughs> all like, night now. Now he's like, I I'm really not going to stop thinking about Giants. Jack and the Beanstalk is real. <laughs> I knew he was thinking about something. I couldn't put my finger on it. The Jolly Green Giant. Okay, yeah. All right. <laughs> it's well, been a great show. Thank, thank you, you so much. much, Jen. Um, you're so you're a pleasure well, to have. For thank you me. so much. Thank you. This is great. Everyone, thanks have a, a special me. thank you. You're, oh, thank, thank you. Thank you for coming on. Um, special thank you to Carnation for fully sponsoring the show. We love them. Thank you. And please join us next Monday night on the United Public Radio Network on 105.3 FM from New Orleans. And stay tuned for The Missing Piece with Trish Moe. All right, everyone. Have a safe, great night. Thank you to our guests. And we'll catch you next week. Horsefly Chronicles Radio, Monday at Easton. And if you see a giant, lock the doors. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Thanks, John. Have a great night. Thanks. You too.